Hello and welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll and this is episode 53 and we're talking Mario Kart 64 for the N64. Hello everyone, I hope you are well. I do, I'm sincerely sorry, this has come out two days later than it usually has. Things have been a bit hectic here. Um, yeah, it's just been hectic. That's about the best way of saying it without going into any much detail. It's been a bit manic, but yes, this episode was always going to come out. I've just been a bit delayed getting it recorded. So I am deeply, deeply apologetic. I also apologise to our guest making her debut, Lindsay Norris. I have to apologise to her because obviously this is her first episode and it has been a bit delayed. So Lindsay, I am very sorry. So Lindsay, I listened to her on the Retro Hangover. And I thought she'd be brilliant. I laughed um, listening to her. I thought she'd be a great fit. So I reached out and asked if she wanted to come on. And Lindsay very much agreed to. I was very, very grateful. And we recorded this. Had an absolute great time. And she will be coming on the show again. Um, to do a game that I wasn't too fond of. But we can be happy for this game. Let's be all happy. Mario Kart 64 was a game which I loved as a kid absolutely loved it yes considering last week we were talking about the bouncer and how shit that was we're talking about a game i absolutely loved and i played this to death probably more in reality than any mario kart ever just because you know, it's one of those it's, this is the game you have you haven't got many games to play with and i did so much of this on my own i played so much of this with my brother I, with my friends you name it like for those kids out there they won't have a clue what's going on like, this is the Mario Kart. This is the one when they talk about couch co-op. This is the golden eye of racing. This is one... If you if you were a kid and you grew up, you had golden eye and you had this. These are the two games that you probably spent the longest doing couch co-op on. And we did it. I played this for freaking hours, Toad, my man. But we played this for so long as kids. I used to play the, my best of my best mates with Tom, Rob, Al... And we played this for so, so long. And I I love it. I, love, I think this is what brought Mario Kart into the global sphere. Yes, there was Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo. But I think that was more of an experiment. This was the real deal. And when this came out, I think the Mario Kart franchise was born. And I can't say any more than that. So if you want it, you want to do the Mario chat, go about maybe half an hour in the front because i do a bit of an intro it is fun but just go a half an hour if you're not interested in getting involved in that all right so let's just get on with the plug i've got to do all this before we go any further if you want to support the show you can do so wherever you're listening whether it's spotify google wherever please give it a five star review say it's good say it's bad i don't mind because the more comments the better and i like to read your stuff about what you say about the show if you want to support the show financially, you can do over at patreon.com forward slash retro wars, where for $1 US each week, I'll keep saying that each week, each month, no, it's not $4 a week, $4, no, that's even worse, it's $1 per month, you get access to your own show called DLC, where I talk about, it could be game rankings, it could be just random character facts, it could be something that's a bit more expanded, I don't know, it could be anything. As a bit of a sneak peek, here's episode 26, and it's a character review I gave of Mr. Atch Ketchum from the Pokemon series. Eventually he then gets to Hoenn, now with the Orange League under his belt, and he starts to become a bit of a cocky bastard. 
He becomes a mentor for May as well because he's now a lot more experienced and she's starting out. However, Ash has become quite arrogant. He's quite cocky. He's not listening to anybody. He thinks he basically knows it all. And eventually he does get his ass handed to him by one of the Elite Four members, Drake. And sometimes that's what we need. When we literally become the cocky thing we all are, we think we can take the world on. Sometimes we need a bit of hard check of reality to kind of go, ah, actually, yeah, I, I, I'm not the hot shit I think I am. And sometimes I do need my friends. And in this case, he did, because Ash was being a prick. And that was DLC episode 26 of Ash. Now, next week, it's either games that gave me a little funny feeling, or it's going to be a potential Nintendo Direct. It could be one of those. We'll wait and see what's going to happen. I probably won't do comment. I'm not sure. I'll have to wait and see how I'm going to do this because of the fact that apparently Nintendo Direct is dropping, allegedly. We'll just have to wait and see. But what else do you get your money? Well, you get access to our own little chat on Discord where you can just basically talk to us. You get the chance to message me one-on-one. You can take part in all forms of our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or Comments of the Game of the Week. You get a chance for me to butcher your names. And 5% of all our Patreon go towards a fund called Get Well Gamers. It's a UK charity providing games and consoles to 150 children's wards across the UK. And I'll keep you up to date each month about how much you've raised so far. It's only going to be pennies at the moment it's not going to be that much but hopefully one day i'd like to get to the stage where we can start giving away games consoles because that would be absolutely fantastic okay so that is the plug let's get on with the main show and first is our letter section which we call 16 bits of nonsense So 16 Bits of Nonsense is our letter section where you guys can ask the questions and I will do my best to answer them. So Captain N, he says, I've got a rare second question. He hasn't, I just carried it over. The news as here has told us of a tiny radioactive thingy, yes it has, that has been lost on some highway. Let's say you're driving down that highway one day and you realise you've gotten superpowers. What does Danny from Retro Wars get as his superpowers? Well... I've always thought about this. If I was going to have a superpower, what would it be? And you can have you know, super strength or, you know, Mr. Fantastic Powers or whatever, or healing. I would I would go with flight. I would go with that. And I wouldn't even need to go that fast. I wouldn't need to go breakneck speed. I'd just be happy with like 50k speed. I think the reason is, is because could you imagine where you could go in the world and what you could see? Or you could see things from perspectives that only birds will see. You'll get to go places that no one else will go to. And if you you think, oh, it's too muddy down there, you don't even have to put your feet down. But for me, it's more about the commute to work. How much easier would that be? Literally just, you know, when they say as the crow flies, it'd be as I fly, it'd be fantastic. Wouldn't have to deal with traffic. I could just glide my way. I know where I'm going. There's nothing that's going to hit me in the air. You know, if I stay low enough, I should be... I could go high enough and go as high as I want. Just play my DS or something. Play my Nintendo Switch. As I just fly forward to work. It'd be great. No concerns. We should never be... I probably will be still late for shit. But definitely it will be flight. Mainly because they're going to fly away from arguments. Bye. Bye. Just the best thing ever. I go on after super strength. Just give me some wings. I take wings. If I have to have wings, I'll have them. 
although it'd be bloody hot here in Australia, I'll have those wings if it means I can fly away. I think it'll look quite cool, like an angel. I'd be like the Sephiroth, the white with, well, he's got one black wing. Maybe not. No, because that looks quite sinister. I want it to look quite cool. So, unfortunately, that radioactive thingy has been found now, so the chances of me actually getting superpowers is quite low now, but it'd be quite cool if that would be happen. Blaine the Hoagie Man says, Speaking of Captain M mentioning something about being on the side of the road, one time me and my friend were walking along the side of the road and he found a blue Nintendo DS that still worked and was in good condition, so we took it home since nobody was around to return it to. So my question is, did you ever find a random game or even a games console abandoned somewhere and then you figured, why not? Why shouldn't I keep it? I like the Lord of the Rings reference in there. Um, no, I have not. I've never found either a game or a games console. And even if I did, I would probably um, either leave it. Personally, I, I'm, I'd worry too much. I'd either leave it or I'd hand it into a police station. You may think, boo, boring. But that that's me because I suffer from anxiety and I, I would panic because technically in my head that's theft. Because you intentionally took it. Like, if it was if it was in someone's bin, then it's fair game. Not that I go through bins. I'll make that very clear. Because I know someone's going, oh, you fucking dirty bastard. He goes through. I don't go through the bins. But that's the legality. That's how it works legally. But I I don't think I, I could. I just really couldn't. Like, I once found, like, 200 quid on the floor. And I handed it into the police station. It was a bundle of it. I handed it in. Because I was just too, you know, I said, oh, yeah, 200 quid, that'd be ace. But I handed it in to someone because I was just like, oh, fuck. I, get, I didn't want to get in trouble. And I thought, I'll get in trouble. I'm too much of a wimp. Like, you got to imagine, it's Nintendo DS. Someone's dropped it. I don't I don't think anyone's, right? I will, I will just put my Nintendo DS to the side of the road. I, I don't want it anymore. I'm not going to bin it. I'm just going to leave it here at the side of the road. It's like you just abandoned it. Bye. You're not coming back. I got you for Christmas. I don't want you anymore. Bye. Let's leave it. And you won't return. Did it have any games in it? I'm intrigued that I have any. Imagine if it came with like a Pokemon game or a Zelda game. Oh, the dreams. Free Pokemon. Free... Well, these days, Pokemon games are of absolute fortune. So that'd be a dream. Or a Chrono Trigger. Imagine if it came with that. What a absolute dream. You have to let me know. Blame what game it came out with. Okay. Chris Copleen says... Hey Danny, if we're going to play X-Men vs. Street Fighter, but you could only play it on a home console it was released on, which version would you play? All options are available for this. I know you'll make the right choice. God fucking damn it, Chris. God fucking damn it. I know exactly where he's going with this. Because A, we've covered this on the show. Well, we haven't covered it on the show. We have covered it. Me and Chris have covered it. It's in my backlog. Um... He knows exactly what I'm going to say, what I want to say, because there were a few versions of X-Men vs. Street Fighter. You could have got it for the PlayStation, but it was dreadful. You could have played it on arcade, but that's not what he's asking for. He's asking because there was a Saturn version, which was very good. And he's asking if I was to play it on a home console. Um, I'm going to answer that question quite quickly. Uh, I would not play on home console. I would absolutely refuse, um, because if I was giving a Sega Saturn, I would burn it to the ground. I would not play X-Men vs. Street Fighter just for the sake I would have to touch that Sega Saturn and it would make me sick. And people would be going, oh, but Danny, how have you played it in preparation for the show? Mm, well, I played it on Fight K2 and had a great time with it. Had an awesome time with the game. It's a very lovely game. Got good fun. I had my PlayStation 5 all hooked up. It was a lovely way of playing the game. I could have played it on the Sega 
thing, but I decided no, I, my eyes and my fingertips don't need to be subjected to that pile of shite. And as we've discussed in the last episode, I would rather drown than play the Sega Saturn. So I hope that that answers your question. And Raging Demon answers, Hey, you top pommy bloke. If you could... Oh, for fuck, fuck off. If you could play Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 on Saturn or PlayStation, which one would you choose? Hint, there is literally only one correct answer. Yeah, there is the PlayStation. I would play it on the PlayStation. I'd have a great time. Uh, me and, you know, because now Scorpion's back is ultimate. He wasn't in Mortal Kombat 3. I'd have an absolute blast of a time. We'd, we'd you know, have a nice sit down, me and the PlayStation. We'd play some Mortal Kombat. I'd save Earth um, f- from Shao Kahn, have a few beers, uh, and then I would leave that Sega Saturn on the side of the road. Um, and then hopefully some other person. Actually, no one would pick that up. No one would pick that up. It's not a DS. So that Sega Saturn, if you, I would leave that at the side of the road, and if you came back a thousand years' time, it would still be there, um, and it would be in perfect, pristine condition because even the weeds wouldn't want it. No one would touch it. It would be as if, like, honestly, even rain wouldn't want to touch it. It'd be like this little bubble over it. No one, even oxygen, doesn't want to go near that thing. That's just how bad the Sega Saturn is. Sorry, but it's true. And that is everything from 16 Bits of Nonsense. Thank you very much, guys, for writing in. I hope I answered your question sufficiently. Now let's move into our new section, which we call Patch 53.0. So Patch 53.0 is our new section, and I try and look at a few things that I found quite interesting over the week. And there's been a few little interesting bits. Um, there's been a big announcement with E3. Yes, E3, that that big gaming festival we used to see every year. Apparently, well, it's not apparently, it is. Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft have all pulled out of E3. They said they're not getting involved. Um, and I think that's probably the end of E3 as, as the biggest spectacle of what it was in the past. I'm not to say it can't be still good, but I think it's nowhere near going to be the, the big weekend we all had. I know the, the Games Festival summer thing, bollocks, which I can never get pronounced, will come straight after. But I just don't think E3 is going to be what we all loved back in the day. And I think COVID's kind of paved the way for that. And whilst COVID happened, events got cancelled. And then the company started doing their own events, uh, events, their own events like the State of Play, and Nintendo Directs, because it means it cuts costs for a start, because you don't have to have a stall, you don't have to have a thing ready, people there, you can just do it all over the internet, just click play and click upload, and there's your video, there's your your event, and I think another thing is that there's no competition to shadow each other, because what usually happens at E3 is that someone goes, oh, Nintendo won, or Sony won, or Microsoft won, so by not being there, you just don't have a competition, so PlayStation, Nintendo, and Microsoft and Xbox can just release these events with no competition whatsoever so they can let like the Nintendo one go first. So this is a direct coming out. And then maybe in a few weeks, once that hype has died down, PlayStation will release theirs. So it just means that all the focus is on them. I do think E3 will still happen, but I just think it's going to become like maybe a bit of an indie event, which would still be a good thing because it means that other games is going to be getting a chance to come forward that we wouldn't have seen previously. But I think without the big three, it's just not going to get the same coverage or viewership. Like you can have like developers go like Capcom or something like that. But the big three, because they may want to say, they may want to say a big game like, oh yeah, we've got a new Monster Hunter, which is coming out. But there may be a contract clause that say, oh no, you can't announce a big 
Monster Hunter game because it needs to be announced on the Nintendo Direct. So it's how much are these companies going to be able to reveal that the big three have not already had their finger in the pie to say, no, no, you're not doing it, the ones who make it. It's being announced for our show. That Time's, time's going to tell. I think we'll have a good idea of what that's going to look like once E3 is done and once the big three have released their yearly trailers to show what they've got coming up. And then we'll kind of know what the future is going to be. Like, I hope E3 still is around, but in what form that's going to be, we'll just have to wait and see. Another thing we'll have to wait and see is what's going to look like is Wolverine. Now, we haven't talked about this for quite a while, and this is coming going to be coming hot on the heels of the Spider-Man games. Uh, Insomniac are making these, and they've said that Wolverine is now going to be an M-rated game, so probably an 18 in our countries. But that makes complete sense, to be honest. It should be. Like, if anyone has seen the Logan movie, yeah, that was the best representation of what an actual Wolverine character would do because legs are flying everywhere, there's blood everywhere. It would because those, you know, these adamantium claws cut things like butter. So it always baffled me when there was like no blood ever in the other ones. And then, yeah, you get to Logan, you're like, holy shit. Wow. So if you've not seen Logan, it is a brilliant, brilliant film. It's one of my top five Marvel films. Uh, it's, it's a what, what what top five superhero films, I should say. It's up there. It's a very, very good film. And I'm hoping the game is going to be just as bloody. Like It'd be great to see if you can start cutting limbs off like Necromorphs from Dead Space. But I don't know if they'll go that far. But Jesus Christ, wouldn't that be good? Now, if you want to play it, you need to play it on something like a PlayStation. And because PS5s have now, it looks like they are starting to become readily available. Because they've just announced that the sales of the PS5 have climbed to 32.0 million. But apparently that is millions behind the PS4 in the same period. I, look, I'm not going to make that a, a, a thing because they need to can take the consider, consideration the cost and the supply they had at that point. The PS4 was more readily available, whereas the PS5 has been stuck in limbo for a while. And there weren't that many games for it. But now more games are coming out for the PS5. There is starting to become a, good, a bit of a healthy backlog. And those, con- those consoles are now available. If you want one, you can go to your local shop. There will be a PS5. So I, I expect eventually those PS5 sales will overtake the PS4. Maybe a while, but I think it will. Because uh, the PS4, I think, is one of the best-selling consoles out there. I know the PS2 and the Nintendo Switch and Wii are up there as well. But PS4, sorry, PS5 will get up there. And talking about games which have sold well, God of Ragnarok. And we're talking about 32 million consoles. In, nearly one th- in over one-third of them, they've got a copy of Ragnarok. They've got 11 million copies sold. And I was like, holy shit. Like, that's a lot of copies. Like, I haven't even got mine yet. Because obviously my copy, when I get that, adds to that total. And that's very important. But it shows it's how big a title is. If over one third of all the people who have a games console have the game that goes with it. So well done, God of War. That's a good effort. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, there potentially could be a Nintendo Direct coming out like it could be this the e3 event it was rumored to be february the 6th but so that could be today we'll have to wait and see if it does come out i said that will be this week's dlc but i'm just wondering what they'll gonna show like please give me the oracle games that's all that's the one or an f-zero game holy shit give me one of those two things and i'll be very 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 happy now talking about things someone that's gonna be very happy um is gonna be linda you know, i'm gonna pronounce this linda rotter Rothstad, oh fuck, I can't pronounce it. Basically, remember we had that situation with Kate Bush um, when she had look um, running up that hill from Stranger Things? Well, we got another one of those situations where The Last of Us, Episode 3, had a song from the 1970s 
and it's called Long Long Time, and apparently it's exploded four and a half, four, nearly 5,000% on Spotify. Ha! <laughs> uh, the power of TV. Like, I've not heard it. I am still behind Last of Us. I know the episode three has been getting review bombed because it's got a gay relationship, and I was like, that's the reason you're getting pissed off, because it's got a well-acted gay relationship, and I don't, that, fuck off. Like, I... I, I am one of those people when it comes to wokeness and diversity. If it's forced upon us and it's just like race swap characters, I don't appreciate it. But if it's a well-written story and good characters, then game on. I don't care what your, your race or sexuality are. I don't give a shit. Just give me something well-written rather than the sake of just putting it in there to tick a quota. Uh, but apparently episode three is meant to be very good and I will catch up. But it's just unfortunate because uh, my wife, the boss, she just can't keep up with that many things. Or the Queen. She just can't keep up with that many things. It, we're trying to do The Walking Dead. We've got Survivor on the go. She can't... Her, her brain just can't cope. And so she's even going to have to watch the first episode again. So fucking hell. It's just... I know. It's a pain in the ass. It's one of those things. But there was some sad news. We're talking about The Last of Us. That Annie Wirtshing, who played Tess in Last of Us Part 1, apparently has died of cancer, 45. Um, sad news. And my thoughts go with her family. Um, you know, 45, way too young. Um, so I, I is, it's not good, and I'm sorry. Um, we were talking about Ragnarok, right? Moving on a little bit to more other things. Um, Ragnarok had sold 11 million copies. Apparently, got announced that Final Fantasy VII, you know, the favorite game of all time, the best game of all time, has only sold 14.1 million copies, which I think is okay. Is that just because everyone's got a copy of it now and they're done? Because it's been released several times on the PlayStation. Portable, it's been released on, you know, you can get it wherever you want now on the PlayStation Store. 14.1 million copies. I know you're probably saying that's a fucking lot of copies, but Ragnarok, t- oh, 11 million copies already? And we're all full, I don't know. Maybe someone will say it won't sell anymore just because of saturation. I-, I don't know. But then there was another follow-up story to this I thought was quite cool. And the Power Wash Stimulator, Stimulator, Power Wash, fucking hell. That would blow your mind, wouldn't it? Oh, we've got a Power Wash Stimulator. Woohoo! And um, the Power Wash Simulator is apparently coming to. It's got a. It's getting Final Fantasy VII DLC, which is absolutely hilarious. Uh, now I don't get me wrong. I get hot and horny over Power Wash. I I've never played the game, but I love Power Washing. Like I've got one, and when you've got a muddy car, you just like watching and go, Ugh! seeing the mud just come off. I don't care what he says. It's absolutely incredible and gorgeous. And apparently, you get to get you get to clean Tifa's bar, which make it's got to be the outside, surely. It's got to be the outside, because if you start using a power washer inside, you're just going to be destroying the place. Surely it's got to be outside. Like, I've not seen the picture. But you can also do Cloud's motorcycle and the Shinra Guard Scorpion. The Guard Scorpion would be so cool. That would be absolutely amazing to do this. And I wonder if when you um, you play it, if they're going to be doing the... How good would that be if that music comes on as you're cleaning it? Oh, that just be, or maybe not like blasting, but maybe there's like a radio in the corner. There's a radio because as you're working, people have radios, and there's just a radio in the corner with with Final Fantasy music going. That'd be so cool. Oh, I'm a genius sometimes. I just, you know, I just can't get over myself how smart I am. And the final bit of news, uh, it's that subject which I hate to bring up. It's Fortnite. They've got their next patch um, of downloadable shit, and it's from Dragon Ball Super again. And it's of Gohan and Piccolo. 
Although no beast mode. If you don't know what I mean, you need to know Dragon Ball Super. And once again, they're buying everything. I was like, for fuck's sake. Although not having beast mode in Orange Piccolo, that's a wasted opportunity in my opinion. What are you doing? But again, Fortnite just having absolutely everything you want to play on. Like one day they're going to have Ichigo and I'll cry because that literally is then everything. You know what? I had a dream last night. I had a dream. And how good would this dream debate, right? Where I suddenly was given a copy of the new Street Fighter. And in it, I could. There were loads of characters we hadn't seen. Like you could play as Sonic and Tails and Chrono. I was like, holy shit. How cool would that be having Sonic and Tails? And Chrono in Street Fighter, it was just the way it was handled handed to me in a car. It was given to me by Vega himself. Holy shit, it was. Don't It, it did happen. Vega gave me the copy of the new Street Fighter 6 from a car and it was ready. Ha! Ha! Although the rumor then was like, oh, fuck, this is a mess. I'm going to get told off by my cousins here. It's a dream. These things are random. But yeah, unfortunately, it's not real because I haven't got Street Fighter 6. And Sonic and Tails and Chrono are not in the game, which would be interesting to see. And that's the news, uh, is all I decided to want to talk about today. Let's get into our free game for everybody that's not a Patreon exclusive, which is called Stick It Up Your Jinjo. <laughs> so Stick It Up Your Jinjo is a game that's available for absolutely everybody. You don't have to be a member of Patreon. I just put it up on Twitter about your gaming achievements or your gaming disappointments, and you let me know, and I'll read them out. So first up is The Goose. He says, I got a Steam Deck dock and started playing my favorite GameCube game on my 4K TV with a HD texture pack with a widescreen dolphin hack. I said that in one phrase and one sentence. I'm very proud of that. It feels like being a kid again and I couldn't be happier. Well, all I can say to that, Goose, is go fuck yourself. <laughs> because you've got a Steam Deck. It's like, I want a Steam Deck. I want to be playing my favorite GameCube games on a 4K TV with a HD texture pack with a widescreen dolphin hack. <laughs> I do want a Steam Deck. Goose, you have to let me know what it's like. I don't actually mean go fuck yourself. That's a bit rude. But I'm just jealous. I'm a very jealous man because I want one. And I will get one at some point. But again, it's time and money and God knows. And because, as I said, all Patreon money is going towards me buying a house. So that's the priority at the moment, isn't it, really? So, yes, Goose, I'm very jealous of you. You have to let me know what GameCube game it is. Um, and I will then review you on that. Main Quest says, Key for the Main Quest is said, I finally turned my PSV on its side after procrastinating for weeks. I heard about this. Apparently, you're meant to do that, aren't you? Um, mine's not on its side. So, I am now procrastinating for weeks. I will have to turn it on its side because apparently it's meant to be good. It's not good for it standing up. Although, it looks like it should be, it should be standing up even though the advert's got it standing up. But apparently, it needs to be on its side. So, people, put your PS5 on its side. So, well done, Keith. You, you managed to turn a PS5 over. I'm glad to see you used what energy you had to do that. Um, let me send me a photo of its goodness, of its greatness, and I will mock you for sending me a photo because you probably spent more time taking the photo of it than actually turning on its side. Shooter, I'm gonna pronounce, I'm gonna butcher this. Shoot Kapow. How did I but oh, shoot Kapow? And then brackets, really good poker tuber says I reached over twelve thousand ELO in Pokemon VGC. Feels good. Um, do you mean twelve thousand like points? As in like world championship points or do you mean it must be 
you must be 12,000 points for the actual VGC competition. And if that's the case, then yeah, well done. Jesus. If that's the actual live people, like you you see us, because I'm a PokerTuber. Well, I was. I'm a Pokemon fan. And in real life, we're all disgraceful people. We don't wash. Um, we don't like human contact. We don't like light. So if you've been able to get 12,000 points in those conditions, then fair play to you. It'd be like literally loads of golems walking around. Yeah, I can do a golem impression. It's really weird. All sitting there with our Nintendo Switch. Golem likes my Switch. I love my Switch. Oh, I like playing my Pokemon. Oh, that, that's us. That is literally golems. I also do a keen good margin boo impression going... I have a weird voice range. It's an incredible talent, which impresses no one apart from myself. Um, so well done, Shoot Kapow. Very well done. Uh, I hope you get enough. If I've got this right, I hope you get enough points um, to go to the World Championships. Uh, Ian, Ra- oh, If you do, let me know. Uh, Ian Raleigh says, Destiny 1 base game finally finished. Platinum for you PlayStation gamers. He started way back in 2014, and he's got two achievements left on the Taken King DLC. Yeah, I'll give you that. You can have... You can have- you can have a few claps for that um, because that's a good effort. Dest- and if you get platinum, I just think that's a good effort because you put you put the work in. I did play Destiny, but I just fell out of love with it because I just think I was just wandering around aimlessly. I, I think I need when I play my games, I need a direction, I need a path. Like I'm not open world games can be fun, but I think for me, I prefer a more linear way of doing it rather to be left to my own devices and that i think destiny one was that sort of thing where i was just basically just what the where am i going where am i going next so well done ian i hope you managed to get those next two achievements and then you can finally go on to destiny 2 and then start all over again and he sends another message here and he said chris thompson isn't on twitter but his his one million point game score still deserves five claps uh, he sent me a picture of it, and it just says 1 million game points. And his comment was, so it looks like I can join the club. I have no context to that. Is that good? Someone could tell me whether that's good or not. I have not a clue. He's got 1 million game points, but I, I in I, in what? That makes me sound crap, doesn't it? I have no idea. So, Chris, if you are listening, probably not, then one 1 million points. Someone break that down for me and tell me how much of an idiot I am because that's probably a really good achievement, but I just can't un- I can't equate it. If you told me I've got like you've got like a million platinum trophies on PlayStation, yeah, I can with that, but I couldn't. I just can't with this. Jesus, I'm a terrible human. But that is it. Thank you very much, everyone, for writing in. I really do appreciate it. I said the post will be going up on Twitter either Thursday or Friday, so make sure you get it for next week. Okay, let's get into our final Patreon show, which we call Survive or Die. Listen! Now, Survival Die is a Patreon-exclusive show where basically each week I look at either two franchises, games, characters, games themselves, and I have I have them knelt between Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and his baseball bat, and basically I ask the question, which one of them is going to survive? Or which one's going to die by having their brain splattered in? Now, I look at all your comments, and I will basically review them and judge them. But I will give the right answer. Okay, so we've got quite a few responses for this one. Because this week, I was trying to think about... You know, we talk about Mario Kart, and which one... I could have done Crash Team Racing. I did. but So I could have put that against um, Sonic, but I knew that would have been an absolute joke of a battle. So I put Crash Team Racing up against Diddy Kong Racing. 
Again, I could have put Mario Kart up against Diddy Kong, but I thought, you know what? Diddy Kong is often seen as Mario's big competitor, and Crash is one of those isn't compared to the adult version of Mario Kart. So let's see. We've got five comments this week, which is really nice, which is really good. So I'm going to read them all out. Let's see what they say. Captain N says, Being someone who played neither of these games, I will choose who lives and who dies based on arbitrary facts. In Diddy Kong, you can see they're using a heat-seeking missile to attack their opponents, while in Crash, it is a bomb. Now, that bomb has a skull and crossbones on it, so that with that... Banjo-Kazooie Racing survives. What, just because it's got a skull and cross on the... It's like, no, 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 that bomb is far too aggressive. So if it was just a normal bomb, you would have been okay with it. But no, no, you put that skull and crossbone on it. And for that, I I cannot. I cannot adhere to the this. Um, it's piracy. That's disgraceful. It means death. It means poison. Although throwing a bomb at someone probably uses means the same thing. And I cannot partake in such a thing. So I will let Diddy Kong survive. Fair enough, Captain N. At least you played by the rules. At least you played by the rules. Blaine the Hoagie Man says, I've only ever played Cash Team Racing, so that one survives. They both have an extensive single-player mode from what I've heard, but Crash will be enough to get me through just to take Banjo out of the Diddy Kong Racing and destroy it. Wow, okay. Uh, so you don't like Banjo. What? Who hurt you, Blaine? Who hurt you to say that you... you I, I get the fact. I get the fact you've only played Crash Team Racing. I get that. But to take Banjo out, who hurt you? Who? What did Banjo do to you? I I can't see what that... Uh-huh. So does that bring you, like, trauma every... That was me doing that. Uh-huh. So does that bring you trauma every time I play the... Um, the sticky it up be Jinjo. Like, oh, no, Banjo. Get away, Banjo. I, I, you have to let me know, Blaine, what it was that ba- Banjo did to you. And if it is, I'll just keep going, oh, just, <laughs> just the rub of salt in a bit more. Raging Demon says, hey, listen, yeah, Crash Team Racing is good and it's still a thing. Diddy Kong Racing is done and I have no nostalgia or anything for it. Besides, Nintendo would never allow it now as it's too similar to their beloved um, overrated Mario Kart. Beloved, yes. Overrated? Uh, I don't think it's overrated, Raging Demon. It's a shower Khan hammer to the head of Diddy Kong Racing. This is my survival die comment, so I get to decide the manner in which loser is disposed of, and it's Shao Khan's hammer. No, you do not get to decide how the loser is disposed of. There's a few... Look, okay, Beloved, it is, Mario Kart. It's not overrated. Fuck off. No, it's not overrated. Mario Kart 8 is a fantastic game. Get over yourself. You stupid Aussie. It, it is. And you don't get to decide how this game ends. You don't get to decide Shao Kahn Hummer. Just because you're the con. No. It's, that's Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's job. Don't you take away his job. The whole point of it is he's sat in front of them. Or he's not sat. He stood in front of them. He told, I tell you this. Don't you start making up your own rules. That's worse than anything. Should ban you just for that shit. Knob. Nico Hilson says, I've never played Diddy Kong, but I've played Crash Team Death Racing to death. To my tiny, young seven-year-old brain, the tracks are worse so different and exciting, except for Paper's Pyramid that can fuck off. Anyway, the monkey dies. Okay, look, I can go with that one. I can understand that logic. You've never played Diddy Kong, so you want to play Crash Team Racing. I, I can give with that. I can buy that logic. Um, Papa's Pyramid. See, I've never played Crash Team Racing, so I- I'm going in blind a little bit myself. Um, Chris Copleen says, Diddy Kong Racing makes you feel I'm hanging out at preschool. Crash survives. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that logic as well, because Crash is often seen as the adult version 
a bit where Diddy Kong is a bit like looks a bit kiddie. Like, you fucking look at the tiger for fuck's sake, whatever his name is. Um, what am I going to go with? Because it all seems like you are going with um, apart from Captain N, you are all basically going with Crash Team Racing. And you know what? That's what I'm going to go with. Like, I've never even played Crash Team Racing, but I really want to give that a go. And I really think it looks like a game that I'll freaking enjoy. Don't get me wrong. I did Diddy Kong Racing. It's a good game. I've covered it on the show. It is a good game. I'll make that very clear. But I just would like to give this a go. And if I did smash Diddy Kong Brains Racing... Brains... Brains in? Brains Racing. If I did smash their brains in, I've still got Mario Kart. So I should be fine. And then I can just play this, which is meant to be a good game. And then I can play a remix version. So I'm fine. I, I do agree. You're never going to get another Diddy Kong Racing. That's just not going to come out. And this is the reason I don't think we'll get another F-Zero. For the prime reason that it's not going to want to put the money into another racer. Where all that money they can put into F-Zero is just going to make more Mario Kart 9. So yeah, that's why I think Crash survives. Um, Diddy has now had his brains smashed out by Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Not by Shao Kahn. Fucking disgraceful. But yeah, thank you very much all for playing, everyone. I really, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like it when we get loads of comments. It's really good. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So what have I been up to? Um, I've said, yeah, just back training, running around. Um, I've been doing, getting ready for my citizenship test. Although I've got to push it back a month just because I've got to download some documents, which sucks. Um, so yeah, that's happening. And I might be jumping back onto YouTube. We'll wait and see. I'll, when I, if I, if I do jump back onto YouTube, it's not going to affect the show. Um, because we've had it, we're having a bumper month of recordings this month, and I'll keep you all to de- up to date on how that's going. Uh, but I might be jumping back onto YouTube. Just wait and see. So what have I been playing? Chrono Trigger. Um, it's done. It's finished. It's out of the way. Um, I've enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. There will be an episode being recorded and it, this month, and it would. But I'm not going to be doing it until episode 75. I'm letting you know now. Chrono Trigger will be episode 75 because I don't want to. I want to make it a big one. But it's not going to be episode 100, and I don't want to leave it till episode 150, because that means it's two years away, and I think that's far too long. So I will be in episode of Chrono Trigger, wait, wait for episode 75, and then it will be out. And if, is this show going that long? Yes, it will be. We will be here for 75, I guarantee it 100%. Now, before we get into, because I've been going on for nearly over, well, over half an hour, I give you guys the chance to say your comments of the game. So Blaine the Hoagie Man says, So many hours playing Mario Kart, and this will be one of my frequent many sleepovers. I know since then they've made better Mario Karts, but this will always have a special place in my heart. And I agree with that wholeheartedly, Blaine. I was exactly the same because I had many a sleepover playing Mario Kart. My mates played. We played this for hours because it's that damn fucking good. Um, I said, I can't think of any other Mario game I've done that. Like Mario Kart, the next one was Double Dash. And I never had sleepovers for that. I never had anyone for sleepovers to play the Nintendo GameCube. It was always for the N64. And again, I don't think we'll ever have a games console like that again. And I don't think we'll have games like Mario Kart to do that ever again. Um, So yeah, that is it. So let us get into the show. Because we've been talking for a while. I know we want to hear from Lindsay. So we want to hear about her views and my views about this absolutely fantastic game. So I am just going to play some music. And when I come back, me and Lindsay are going to be talking about Mario Kart 64, which came out in the UK in June 13th, 1997. We got it a few days for the rest of Europe, <laughs> but still 1997. Fuck me, I'm old. <laughs> 
Making her debut to the show is Lindsay Norris. How are you? Great, great. Happy to be here. Now, I'm not going to lie. I pinched you because I heard you from the Retro Hangover podcast. You did Facial Frame and I thought, I think you'd be very good on this show. And you were very, very gracious in accepting the invitation. I'm very grateful for that. And oh, then absolutely. you came and said, can we do Mario Kart 64? And I thought, holy shit, yes, because this is an absolute freaking gem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that was on your list. I don't uh, you had a really good list to pick from. And I was glad um, Mario Kart was one of them because I can talk about that one. <laughs> I've got I've got childhood memories for it and everything. <laughs> childhood, do you know what? Childhood memories help so much. Like you know, nostalgia is a powerful drug, and it can basically overlook a lot of the flaws of old video games. But I don't think you even need nostalgia glasses for this. I still think it's an incredible game. I definitely was way better at it before I tried because um, I wanted to reawaken some of the nostalgia and i played it on the virtual console actually yeah. usually usually i'll go back and actually play it on the you know on the actual console but it was just easier because i have it um but i did use the uh n64 switch controller that you that you can get yeah and oh gosh i am i am not good and when i tell you i have won a mario kart 64 tournament before that's how disappointed i was when oh, i was my playing word. <laughs> yeah that must be devastating it must be heartbreaking I was like, why, why, why is this happening? Oh, I'm just, I'm just awful now, I guess. <laughs> That's fine. I, my skills have <laughs> left me. I'm shit. It's a fleeting, it's a fleeting talent to be good at Mario Kart 64, I think. And uh, especially, I think it's funnier too, uh, uh, in the tournament. And I say this sort of like flippantly that I won a Mario Kart tournament it was a uh, it was basically who was the least trash in the tournament <laughs> i don't care <laughs> Which... that's a flex if you win yeah. Any oh tournament, yeah you win any gaming tournament you freaking flex you do I it. bring it up i bring it up every time i see whoever's in the tournament and i was like well you know i am the mario kart 64 champion so <laughs> yeah <take> my... <laughs> but i i do it still with pokemon um uh, was it gen 5 i said i had on my it was i was going for a retail gaming job and i went was at one stage number two in the UK online and in the top 16 of Pokemon. And it they stopped the job interview just so they could get all the staff in to talk about it. I was like, yep. <laughs> oh, that's not awesome. A, not a flex, totally true. Number two oh, in the yeah. UK. Right? I, I can say it very confidently, so you know it's true. <laughs> yep. So if, you've got a, if, if anyone came to me and said they won a Mario Kart tournament, the first thing I'd be like, well, let's get the fucking controls out then. I want to play. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Let, let's race. <laughs> I, I'm totally fine. I never did a Mario Kart tournament because, well, in England, they didn't believe in that sort of shit. Um, it was like, no, no, you stay in your houses. But the memories I had of this game, like, now don't get me wrong, Mario Kart Double Dash and Mario Kart 8 are much better games. Uh, well, Mario Kart 8 is one of the best games ever. Um, but mm -hmm. for me, like, this is up there. And you said you got a lot of N64 games. Like, if I had, like, Mates Round, it was one of the four games we would play all the time, which was, like, GoldenEye, Mario Kart, FIFA 98, and Smash Brothers. They were our games, and we would play yeah. them for hours. Yeah, absolutely. Um, FIFA wasn't in mine. It was in my list. Those three, and... Uh, but it was, it was always Mario Kart. Oh, well, there's a lot of 007 in there. 
like a lot of GoldenEye. Uh, So it's, and like, you know, not even usually the races. Uh, We always, my favorite mode in Mario Kart 64 is battle. Oh, Joe, we'll, we'll get on to battle mode. If we start okay, talking right. about, if we start talking about, because I guarantee that's all everyone gives a shit about is battle mode, because that's all the shit I give about is battle mode. Fuck me, that was incredible. It's oh, perfect. Oh, don't. We'll get on to battle mode, but, but I'll okay. get too excited. Oh my God. Oh, battle mode. <laughs> I will save the energy, because I bet everybody else is doing that Leonardo DiCaprio thing. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? Go on. Tell <laughs> no, no, but um, I, 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 did you ever play the Super Nintendo version? You must have. Uh, uh, yes, but not in in the proper, not in the proper way, not like the nostalgia. Like when I was a kid, you know, we had the choice between a Super Nintendo and a Sega, and we were a Sega house. Yes. You know? So, yes. so I never actually had my own Super Nintendo when I was a kid, which is funny because we did have the NES. But, you know, there's no competition, really, for the NES. Yeah, the Master System is a bit of shit. Oh, yeah, PUB. Nobody had a a Master System. And, like, we had NES, and then our next gaming console, me and my brother were like, "Uh, Sega, you can get blood in Mortal Kombat. You know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, but my neighbor, he had a Super Nintendo, and he didn't even have Mario Kart. So... Like I had no, I never had the opportunity to even. So when I got the N64 and I got Mario Kart then, that was mind blowing. Cause I, you know, even going from a Sega to N64 is, is really crazy. But the, you know, the last memory I had of Mario was the little, the little 2D sprite with his, with his best friend, Green Mario, you know, and yeah, then you're yeah. like, oh, now racing, like, holy moly, this is incredible. The, so the, detailed. <laughs> the, jump, the jump, yeah, the jump was incredible. Like, I, my, one of my best mates, Rob, he had a Super Nintendo and he had their Mario Kart. That was the only way I'd ever play it if I went around to his house. Um, but I wasn't that good at it. And I was like, oh, it's all right. It's okay. But then, yeah, when it came to the N64, I was just like, holy shit, this is... Right incredible yeah like, yeah and I, I even tried playing the the super nintendo one and i could not i always thought it was so hard it was so confusing and i couldn't tell what the tracks were or whatever and i can only shit on it because i don't have like cute little memories of it you know i just play it and like this game sucks <laughs> <laughs> this game is shit this is shit how did it, how did, how do you even get a sequel but obviously it was a very good game i guess well yes, yeah, but the- the- they could have dropped it. They could have said, "Ah, fuck it, we're not doing another one." What? Why yeah. should we? Right, right. It was just, uh, it was just a fan service type game. Whatever. This was fun to show off the Super Nintendo, but like, I guess someone had the same idea for N sixty four to keep it going because I'm glad that was such a. It was such a whoa, whoa, and they had like all the voice acting and all like it. Yeah, everything so great about it. Yeah, because it was the first time we because I know that um, N64 or sorry, Mario 64 was the first game we've heard Mario speak. But now we're hearing everybody else. So we're hearing Toad, Peach, Luigi. They're all coming in. And, you know, it was just great. to Okay, we finally got a voice. Okay, DK didn't have a voice. He was just a (laughs) a monkey. Uh, But everybody else got a voice. And I was like, wow, this just makes it feel so real. And I honestly think if they didn't have this game, we wouldn't have Mario Kart as it is. There's just no way. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they they definitely uh, cranked up the creativity with it 
uh like well let's just throw some porcupines on the level and you know <laughs> like and no one's gonna play this game anyway uh like i do i feel like they knew it was gonna be a hit because i think it was supposed to be a a console a, a release date game like pilot wings and yeah. mario kart right but uh they delayed it or they just decided not to do that maybe they thought it wasn't going to do as well as obviously a mario game would have and probably they're probably right uh but yeah when you when you got that and like all the I mean, Yoshi does beep, 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 you know, <laughs> but even those uh, like cute little sounds, you I like, I, I loved everything about it. Like I liked picking Bowser because I love the sound of his like roar. roar and screams and stuff. I'm like, this is this is so cool. This is great. This See, is I, everything how they should sound like. I went with Toad. So oh. all, all I used to hear is Yeah, that's a very iconic noise. Because he's always number one in my games, and uh, uh, my husband likes to play Toad. It's like his favorite Mario character. So, ow, 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 ow. All the time. it's it's like get, get the golden mushroom, and all you can hear is yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep. I always know he's like taking my tailwind because I hear him behind me going wahoo! I'm like get off my ass. <laughs> oh, you know what? I didn't know the tailwind trick for so long. It took me so long to actually realize what that was, and this. The, there are still they're still finding things out about this game now. This is all like speedrunners and shit like that. But they're still finding ways to break the game and to be able to do stuff. And I was like, how the fuck? Like I knew one trick when I was a kid, and that was on Wario Stadium. And I was the only one I could do. Where you can jump the jump the wall. Yeah. I was and I was always so bad. Like I could do the ones that were made in the game you know like here's a shortcut that we created for you and i'd be yeah. like thank you nintendo and then i play with someone else and they're like why don't you just jump the wall right here i'm like what are you talking about yeah why well, i'm a mate show me that i was like holy shit what the what right and uh, yeah and like i'm like oh gee well i guess i'm just casual sorry bro just I guess well, you that, win. <laughs> but that's the thing. We had to like have like rules on that. What they like, know. Oh yeah. You're allowed to use shortcuts, but you're not allowed to use game breaking shortcuts. Yeah. And like I was so proud of uh uh what is it? Um I think it's the jungle level uh UK jungle. Yeah, and where you there's like an area where you know you have to go all the way around. And I thought I was being like sneaky by like doing a, a sharp turn up the hill so that you would slide up oh, you know, cut that whole area yeah you just, if you had a mushroom you just go boom yeah, yeah. So, so it was always so like it was really satisfying because it was such a big area that you can't you can't mess it up you know what i mean like you can't fall off a cliff or you can't yeah. really hit anything and spit out of control so it was always it always like felt like for initial d like deja vu and then you go freaking... and you get <laughs> Honestly, yeah, the moment when you, you get up there and you just like, you, you might be in six, but it doesn't matter. If you've got a mushroom, you're in because you could yeah. just come in out of nowhere and just fly in and win the race. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, that and you needed that one because we, we were just playing this this round uh, today or earlier. And that's the one that also has the, the freaking uh, uh, the ghost castle. Um, Bowser. Oh, um, uh, booze booze castle well the super nintendo had the booze castle did this didn't have booze castle did it no but it, it's not i always want to call it luigi's mansion because i'm <laughs> <laughs> but that that's not it uh it, it, 
ain't no, they ain't never. I always have to like give things their own names that I can remember because you um, can make them all. Right, I'm absolutely. I'm tr I'm so trash at remembering any official names of anything. Uh, but is the one with the with the booze <laughs> right before Rainbow Road? Hang on, I'm googling this because I'm gonna have to go Mario Kart Boo Track 64. It'll come to me. I'll, I'll see it and I'll go. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, which, one, yeah. which one was the boo one? This is how bad it's, my memory is. It's a spit on the special cup, right? Banshee Boardwalk. Look at that. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot about Banshee. I honestly completely forgot about that one. It, it's, um... it's one of my favorites, but it's the worst. It's I'm. I used to be so good. I was playing it the other day, and I was like, "Oh, this is where you." you do a sharp turn you can jump over the corners because these corners like your jump is perfect and you can skip like and you can keep drifting or whatever and i yeah. tried doing it oh my gosh it's not it's not a skill i have anymore but <laughs> that yeah, level is that so skill hard that i don't think that one's getting got a remake because loads of these courses have been remade for mario kart 8 and it was like yeah i don't think this thing's getting a i just couldn't even remember it thank god that wasn't a question on a day i'd be that would have lost me <laughs> Jesus. Like the, the courses I loved were like um DK Mountain, as I said, Wario Stadium was just amazing. Bowser's mm -hmm. Castle, Yoshi's Valley was incredible. And the that was the one where you could there was a big egg and you can go off in multiple directions. Oh yeah, absolutely awful. It's awful. And I it's I love it. And that's the one with the porcupines that yeah. uh they didn't bring back <laughs> forever again. And the yeah. and, Rain and Rainbow Road. Yeah, Rainbow. and then this this Rainbow Road, it's funny, I was like, I couldn't remember uh, this Rainbow Road, so I had to play that again. And this is like the super long one, but also the yeah. like the relatively easy one because it's got safety rails. <laughs> yeah, it has safety rails for most. I think it's like one short portion where it doesn't have rails, but most of it has rails. But there's a bit at the beginning, you know, you have to do a big jump right at the beginning. Like if you fly off to the left, you can land on the other end. Um, but it's so hard to do. I think I've done it once in my life. Oh yeah, uh, isn't there a way you can do that and you you don't land, but sometimes Lakitu will put you over there because he's sometimes, kind of. Like, I think if he's you, a little if, drunk. If he, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, where were we? Oh fuck where it, you, you were right there. here, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 mate, that's where I am. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway. And, but the thing is, with Mario Kart, you could still do that, and then they'll still computer will still catch you up because of that oh, rubber banding. Gosh, what awful, awful! It makes you feel so bad. <laughs> I hate it so much. Like I was, uh, uh, like you'd be, you know, in third place, and you'd get a star because Mario Kart sixty four doesn't give a shit what nope. where you're at. It'll give you a star wherever, and you know, you hit the star and you pass the two people. And then, and then that's it. You're you're just in front of them. You know they're still there. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I got a star, and like you can't blame it on on the tailgating thing. It's not both of them. It was. It's so like it's so degrading. <laughs> it is. Like, this this game can you can make people like absolute chumps. Like I don't know when you play some Mario games now. Like there's a lot of um, rant. You know, basically there's so many items for the back person to catch up here they introduced like the blue shell and um, but even that you know as a dick thing as it was if you were good enough for mario kart you would beat your mates you would just beat them every time because they had right. nothing if they were last they were they were they were screwed 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. This is like where the term getting Mario Karted like came from is, you you know, you could be in first place. And if you if you trip is what I call it, if you freaking trip for no reason because you uh, took a turn too sharply, like mm-hmm. you can go from like first to six and then, you know, just the downhill spiral from there. And of course, you know, the NPCs, I thought, were very smart for this game. So they'll they'll fall off, you know, and they'll get hit by the chain chomp and they'll, you know, they'll run into the hazards like you will, uh, which is nice as, as opposed to them just driving right in the middle and never falling off the edges or whatever. But mm. and you can kind of lead them into uh, bananas, banana peels and stuff. But it almost ultimately doesn't matter because they're just going to catch right back up to you. So yeah, they're like... just going to catch right. Like not so much 50 CC, but when you get to 150 CC in reverse, they're they're coming after you. It's, oh it's yeah ridiculous and it's like cheers and when you do like the in reverse you do two to turnpike so when you're racing on oncoming traffic they never oh, seem to get hit you're right yeah oh i totally forgot about reverse yeah, yeah. reverse oh, was my. like because if you did reverse so that's when you, you basically got one on 150 then you do reverse and everything's backwards and then when you do reverse on one you got like a new screen like a new loading screen oh yeah new title screen sorry and it's like yes i am king i have done it <laughs> you're right oh man yeah yeah i forget about that because i remember how different some of the levels were like i was trying to think of specifically banshee uh boardwalk because like in the regular one, you know, you get bombarded by those stupid bats. But like when you do reverse, I feel like the bats actually kind of help you. They push you. I, like, I just remember it. It was it was like, some of it was a, a toad turnpike was the nightmare one just because it, basically the traffic came in reverse. Everything else, oh, it was just kind of like you were trying to retrain your brain. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I think it's, it's a instantly right. great mechanic. Yeah, just so simple. And they're like, just, yeah, I feel like a lot of in 64 games can be can be described that way like they have this simple idea and they put it in and everyone's like this is this is a work of genius yeah this is this is the work <laughs> of the fucking kings right there, there's yeah. someone's like oh i put the game in backwards they're like no no that's a that's a feature that's, a feature. <laughs> that's like more tracks like shit give this man a medal right <laughs> The, the good thing is about like this this GP or Grand Prix was like in the old Super Nintendo version, I don't know if you're aware, like if you lose a life or if you didn't end up in the top four, uh, you'd lose a life. But you don't yeah. in this one. You just do a try again. You've got to get top four. Um, right. But you don't lose a life. Which is just like, And if you got like lost three lives, that was it. End of it. I'm like, oh, that's shit. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's funny. It's a very arcade type. Yeah. Very arcadey sort of way, but yeah. yeah, they just just try again. But you've still got to get into like the top four. But like I used to love like I've, what I thought was different. Like on the left hand side of the screen, I think it was the left. It had like who was in first, second, third, like their faces, and I was like, oh, this looks so good. It looks right. Everything looked crisp and just bright. And it was like, oh, the colors couldn't couldn't get over it. Yeah, yeah, and you can change it to show like it uh vertically maybe that it's only in two player yeah and two player when you have the top and bottom screen the they'll be uh vertically across between your screens and you like can see them moving and i just be like wow wow and like 
you know, you could tell who's ahead because like their face will suddenly pop up on top of the other face, even if they're like neck and neck and they'll be like going like Mario pop up and then Toto pop up. You're like, oh gosh, who's going to win? Who's going to do it? It's by a hair. (laughs) You're voting you could do two player um, for the Grand Prix, but you couldn't do four player for the Grand Prix. And I suspect that's probably because the game couldn't handle it. I don't think that's my reasoning behind it. Like it couldn't do four players plus another four AI. I just don't think it would have it would have crashed. But the two player mode on GP was so much fun. I used to that so much with my brother roommates. So yeah. much. Yeah. And uh I do um it's funny because you like I think I think Mario Kart eight, they do like a countdown. Even Double Dash, I think, does this. But if you finish the race and your buddy is lagging behind you know you can't just go <laughs> you have to wait for everyone to finish the race before you can do anything you can't you either quit the whole thing or you have to wait and i just remember like if you're we pissed off and you just sit at the end of the you're like come on man just go yeah we'll do yeah you know you you did then as well the n64 you have to wait for them to finish you're like oh for yeah. fuck's sake Shut up! I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna just sit here and like, no, man, come on! And you unplug your controller. You're like, no, I'm just we're just here. We can't even play anymore. <laughs> just yeah, so- getting a right mood of them. But like, do you remember um, like playing? Because when we used to do like two player or four player um, the races on Wario's um, track, Wario Stadium, there was a big jump. But if you fell down the gap. You basically were sent back near to the beginning of the lap. So if you could time it when your mate was about to jump and fire or fire a shell at them and make them fall into the gap, they were they were gone. They were out of the race. <laughs> oh my god! No, you're right. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, because it's like it kind of looks like it could be a shortcut, but uh, you try to do. Oh my, yeah, you're right. Oh, I totally forgot about that part. So we used to have moments where, like, literally, like, say, for example, like, I'd be first and my mate second and he's following me with a red shell. I was like, I'm not going for this jump. I'm just going to wait. Right? I'd, I'd, make, I'd break on purpose because he's going to hit me. And then I'd have right. to basically do a UE and then basically get the momentum to go over that jump. Because if I, I'll, I'll try and catch him that way. But it was such a bastard technique because if you did it, they're out of the race. And the amount of arguments, it was like, oh, you're a fucking dickhead. I fucking can't <laughs> win now. And it was like, get good, bitch. Right. You saw me coming up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I was thinking. Um... Or you. Yeah. Or you wait for the. If you're real far behind, well, no, because it doesn't matter. You still have, you can get the lightning bolt at any time. The lightning bolt was always the lightning bolt. Always the same thing with a lightning yeah. bolt. Yeah, if they'll go about, if they're about to go over that gap, or you could press it then and down they'd go into that yeah. hole and start Absolutely. again. And that, you know, and to this day, that lightning bolt can still be like the bitchiest move, even Mario oh. Kart 8 or anything. If you do it right before you're supposed to do like a big jump or a glide yeah. or. Oh my, you just like, oh, come on, you were waiting for that. I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing back then or back now, you can't really get as much because it, unless you're playing with someone. But when you're like back in the, when we were playing in co op mode or at home, we could easily screen watch and go three, oh. two, one, <laughs> bang. Absolutely. Or like, you know, you're trying to like team up, but you could team up and be like, you want to use your star right now, and you're like, okay, yeah, star. yeah. So that so that the other guy will use their <laughs> lightning bolt. 
the amount of arguments it would freaking cause and yeah. it was it was just like this game was so good like i am gutted because they dropped they dropped cooper trooper and i like cooper trooper they put dk donkey kong in for dk for his dad uh for dk jr <laughs> and wario came in um so they were like that was the eight but now it's like how many characters have gone like 30 or something stupid yeah i mean and even if you count the multi colors of shy guy that you could pick which is my favorite <laughs> really you go with shy yeah. still i i go with cooper trooper he was he was my favorite and that's who i well it was always a toss-up because boo is my favorite i love boo so like when they had king boo that was that was okay. I didn't like King Boo as much as I like Boo Boo. So like Boo-boo. now I like Boo Boo. <laughs> so now I either pick Boo or uh or a shy guy that's dressed like Boo, the white the white shy guy. <laughs> uh, so when I it, when I went back to play in sixty four, I forgot. Uh, you got none of that. Yeah, and I was I'm pretty sure I played Yoshi all the time, and that's probably uh why maybe I thought I was better than because he's got really good control and uh but man you they have such these crazy mechanics if you're not playing wario or bowser you know and you you know you 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 brush up against them you know they take you out they're just like yeah they were they were for the pros um the mario if you knew what you were doing with bowser and donkey kong and yeah wario you won because they were so powerful and so fast yeah uh yeah, I, I was sure. like, nah. I I I didn't I didn't actually know anyone who mainly went Bowser. I think a lot of my mates, well, because you couldn't have the same characters, so there was always arguments about. No, right. I want to be them. I want to be them. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. All right, I'll go Luigi then. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I always think I. We'd always have arguments with with Yoshi. So. Yeah, because everyone wanted to be Yoshi because he's a dinosaur and I like dinosaurs. So. Yeah, but Yoshi, <laughs> the only good thing about Yoshi's is sound effect. He goes, Lassle! And that's about it. Otherwise, ah, I love everything about him. <laughs> he makes the coolest noises. I love, I love no, Bowser too. No, I, Yoshi lost all my respect after Mario 64. He lost all my fucking respect. Why? Because he beat you all the time. No, because Mario, no, Mario Kart 64, Mario 64 was like, oh, yeah, I've got all the stars. Oh, I can go on a cannon and see Yoshi. Oh, hi, Yoshi. Can I ride you? No, Mario. I'm going to give you 100 uh, lives and fuck off. You're right. Yeah, okay. Uh, I thought you meant Mario Kart, but in Mario 64. Yeah, what a tease. Big, biggest cock team <laughs> you've ever seen in my life. Ever? Absolute no reason for that. They're like, like we'll give you a cameo of a really cool game mechanic we used to have. Like, how rude is that? <laughs> Everyone's probably going, oh, I get to ride him. Oh, yes. Oh, 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 oh. Right. I mean, can you imagine if you played a, a new Zelda game and they like, there's like this hidden area where you go and you see a pony and you're like, oh, hey, a pony. And you walk right up to her and she's, you, you pet her or whatever. Like, okay, well, let's go. And you can't ride her. Like, what? <laughs> it's like the yeah. exact same feeling. She just looks at you and goes, fuck off. And goes, right. You're not getting off today. No, no, no. No, don't Ridiculous. Absolutely no reason for that. Here's all your lives. And here you can look at Yoshi. Say hello. Yeah. He's like, oh, hey, Mario. You can pet the Yoshi. Just pet him. <laughs> you can pet him. Pet him. He's like, he's like, I'm not, I don't work for you anymore, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do my own shit now, bastard. Yeah. You're not 
you're not yeeting me off the damn ledge anymore. <laughs> right. Let's get <laughs> let's get into the main thing because we the the main thing we're here is for battle mode. Let let's let's absolutely beat around the bush. Nintendo have never been able to repeat the success of this mode ever. Absolutely right. I remember when the newer Mario Karts would come out and I'd immediately start battle mode. Like that was always like, yeah, oh, let's see how battle mode is. And I was always like, what? What is what is this? Like it was they were always bad. And I can never feel like, wasn't battle mode used really good? And then I'm uh didn't remember what the good battle mode was because every time I play, I'd be like, God, this sucks. This isn't as fun as I remember. Maybe I just have rose-colored glasses, but then yeah. When I would play 64, like, oh my gosh, this is the one that's the good one. This, do you know what? The battle mode, because there was there was multiple stadiums, but there was only ever, we only ever used one stadium, and it was the one with the four like Lego block, different color Lego blocks. That oh, yeah. was that's the one. Absolutely. There's that one. Um the other, yeah, the other ones were just a little too uh, treacherous, although it was fun, like the cage one. And I don't like the donut one at all. It's just no. a little too boring. And uh, and then there's the big Legoly one. And then there's the one. Skyscraper. Yeah, that was kind of like the Legoly one, but. Uh, Wasn't as fun. Uh, yeah, it's just that it it was pretty much always stuck on that one battle mode. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I used to get everybody on top of the Lego block. And they just look at each other. You could see them. You see, you look around, turn your car around. You can see your mates. And right, here we go. Come yeah. on, you bastards. And, and it was super. I can't. Oh, perfection. We used to, um, we had to, we had to prepare the battle. So my, me and my friends, we would make sure we would all get green shells. And then we would just load up the hallway because they don't disappear, right? No, they Unless don't. Unless they hit each other. Right. Fire. So we, yeah, we would like load up on green shells. And this was something before we even battled. This was like, hold on, we have to prepare the the, the thing. And we throw all of our green shells as, like, as much as we can. And like then we would start. And it would be such like a, if someone fell down, like, oh, no, oh, no. You just hear the bing, 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 bing. That's so good. <laughs> we didn't do that. That's brilliant. It's, it's so much fun. You always, you know, you'd have to go through the um the items until you found it. So you'd just be on the top and be like, banana, banana. Watch yeah. out, throw in a red shell, and everyone would be like, all right. <laughs> yeah, because you, if you're on the top, you can throw a red shell. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to get yeah. anyone. But yeah, throw the green. It's like the floor is lava. It's like... Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's funny because the best part is is hearing the bing, 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 bing. Yeah, you <laughs> know like... it's coming. You're like, shit, yeah, which way? Just knowing, yeah. And if one, like, one feral green shell got up of one of the ramps, just like, you know, because <laughs> there's so many down there. Every so often. Oh, God. It was so much it, fun. It was so funny. Do you know what? I Part of me makes it think, right, okay. So was this get, was this the perfect mode because we had cat, couch co-op? Because it's all dead now. We were never going to get what we had of you mates coming around and playing you know, Mario Kart till 2 a.m. or something. But you could really... Like, online's just not the same. You, you know, you haven't got that team up to... Oh, come on. He's got three balloons. Let's all team up on him. And then you're just punching everybody as you're, like, actual physically attacking everyone as it's really? going on. Like, you can't right. do that now. Right. And uh, something's lost, too. Like, one of the mechanics of doing couch is that you would... You know, you'd face your character into a wall... So that nobody knew where you went. And you could be like in the <laughs> middle of the field. 
you know, but you just face the wall. Yes. And, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like, let's, oh my God. Let's, and they know what color you're at, but they don't know where you are. So you're kind of like trying to lead them yeah. to you because you know they're looking. And man, uh, yes. <laughs> and if you come across someone doing it and they just look so dumb on your yeah, screen, just so like dumb. facing a wall. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then you're screen sniping them to go, shit, they can see me. Go, 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 go. Right, right. Oh, they know, I know, they know, I know, they know, I know that I know. <laughs> It was, but it was like when when you had like one balloon left and it was like the chase is on and you're right. doing everything to get away from them like literally yeah. using every skill to try and like get to the top of a block then commando or fly off the next one but then they fly off as well yeah. oh my god it was just the ultimate cat and mouse game and it was so good it was it was so good and i'm uh Oh, because you could put handicaps on. I was like, wasn't there a mode where you like you put everyone with one balloon and someone with three balloons? But I think there was just a handicap thing. I just oh, I, so I, I think we always just just do three and just go right go because I think it was just because it was so much fun and everyone would would always team up against each other. You'd always have that moment where like three mates go oh, fuck it, let's just go get him and get him out of the game. And you're like, oh, yeah. fuck, fuck, leave me alone. You right? Bastard. Yeah. And I think we uh, I don't remember if we had this rule but like we wouldn't oh you weren't supposed to use wario or um bowser because you know you could just run somebody over and get their and get their balloon and that was always but i feel like that was that was really fun too or like if you picked them you couldn't you weren't allowed to get items it was something like was we so had strong. a rule for it yeah you, you could just take you, you just you know clip clip a bumper and you lose a yeah if, if, if one of them went full force into you yeah because they would make you spin and that would make you lose a balloon yeah i thought yeah. that was a bit mean i thought that was a bit of a mean feature but at the same time if you play in the racing game they're gonna struggle to get like you could get around the map quicker as toad because there's a lot of accelerating in turns whereas they're never going to be able to pull off the the high frequency turn especially the lego block game they had no fucking chance Oh yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, like you would, it'd be better like reverse that entire level as a as one of the as a big guy, and then oh yeah, because you, I forgot because you could use um a mushroom, you could just stand at the end of the hallway and you would because if you use a mushroom into somebody that loses their balloon. Yeah, the you same can way fall, of... you can mushroom. I think there was the mushroom. There was the red shell, green shell. Like when you had three red shells, you felt like a hey, god. Oh my, yeah. You just you just cackle. You just start. <laughs> oh yeah. no! Oh no! Oh no! We all struggling to like get a banana or a fake, a fake item block or something. Like, please. You could just stand by somebody and go, ha ha, bang, and wait till they yeah. start bouncing. Ha ha, bang. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, so bad, so bad. The, like you'd have to hope because, you know, you you can take off two of their shells at once because i guess if you get hit it doesn't stop the other two from spinning so sometimes you could clip two of them but only get one balloon so that would be like your saving grace oh that was yeah that was bad because if you fall i think you keep because in the race if you fall off the thing you still keep your shells yeah when you when you fall from a great height you don't lose any balloons not in this one uh it was only if you just get smacked so because yeah because you literally you'd be You'd be throwing yourself off great heights to get away from people. Um, so you'd be fine. Yeah. And then you don't drop your uh, shells either. That's what I was. Yeah. As long as you keep hold of the button, 
you don't you don't lose your shells. But I think what was um what I thought was revolution. I don't know if they do it in later ones. I can't because I, I yeah, as you said, battle modes are never the same. Is when you die, you become a bomb. Right. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up, and it's funny because uh, if you do two players, obviously that's not gonna happen because <laughs> there's no yeah. revenge. But uh, and that was what I mostly played, and I remember that was one of the things that I learned way later was that you become this bomb, this revenge bomb. And I'm like, yeah. oh, what, what a concept. Like that's so that's like Bomberman style. Awesome. Just like, Hey, just such a cool, such a cool feature. Just like, just to mess everybody up. You've got no skin in the game anymore. You just pick, pick your favorite team and go, <laughs> go for it. Well, that's the thing it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Cause I thought the bomb was a brilliant idea. Cause again, they could have just left that and gone, well, I will just wait till the next game. But they put that in. You become a bomb, and yeah, you could become a dick and just either revenge somebody who got you, uh, and then just chase them. But I felt it helped speed up the game as well. It helped end it so that you can get to the next one. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was definitely because when you're a bomb, the first thing you want to do is blow somebody up. Like, there's yeah. no. That's <laughs> absolutely. Wasn't there a mode where you could take balloons, or is that double dash? No, I really think it was double dash. It wasn't this one. Okay, I remember that being like fun, but also like uh, this game is going on forever. Yeah. yeah, you need it basically to have a game where you can you can play. Doesn't last too long. I think if you you had both the bombs gone, because once the bomb uses it, once that's it, um, you could have situations where both people, like two out of four, two are still alive, and they take ages to kill each other. That was annoying. Um, yeah. but it was a very rare that happened but i think yeah had we done the floor as lava game oh my god that would have been amazing it was so much fun i wonder if we developed it just because like because you could hide in the corner you know so easily so we're like listen we gotta we gotta prepare this i remember we'd all stand on the top we'd have the three you know the three circling green shells yeah and then we'd count down or like we probably all have to do it staggered so we don't just like bang our shells together and it was just it was like such it was like a ceremony it was <laughs> so it was, fun it, oh that's just so like the prep involved in that jeez that's that's a lot of prep to be fair yeah yeah because you have to go around you've got to get it and you'd be like okay i got my my three and then someone be like oh i only got one i'm just gonna throw this one down there but i gotta go and get another three <laughs> they're like all right no 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 don't go down <laughs> no 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 there's already one down there you just see someone oh. like at the top and they they put the star on because sorry, I got a star. I just let this run out. <laughs> then, 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 yeah, I'll just let this run out. Yeah, you just see someone like at the top of the stadium going do do do, just sitting there. I just like this, like these tunes, man. I just like the music. <laughs> oh, let's be honest, that music is is you know possibly the best song in the world, but also the most terrifying song in the world. Like if you heard that as you're racing in first and you hear do 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 do, like yeah. oh shit. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, that's fun. That's a really. Uh, there's a couple of those. I don't. Yeah, the 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 star and if you're, I think reverse is worse. When the chain chomp on the rainbow road, you can hear it get louder if it's coming towards you. Oh, the chain chomp on the, I forgot about it. It was on those big ass chain chomp, wasn't there? Jesus. Yeah, he's Christ. just running amok, just running amok, and is, so is it, how have you got up there, you bastard? How the hell right. have you got up there? Who so let you on Rainbow Road? <laughs> so many questions. And I think that's why, like, you know, I don't know if you've seen, have you seen the new trailer for the new Mario film? Yeah, yeah. And, with, and they've done Mario Kart. I was like, 
I felt like a such like I my heart stopped. I was so like, and it's a little bit like uh, uh are you still there? I'm here. I thought I'd wait for your mind. Oh, okay. I thought your mind Sorry. had ticked over. <laughs> I did. I did tick over. Something in another screen did, and then uh, and then I went with it. So anyway, <laughs> uh, when they did, when they showed it, like you're on, and they show them on Rainbow Road, like I was like, my heart's up. Like this is, you know, fan service, and you gotta be. Yeah. I gotta be careful, you know. Like, oh, are they just gonna throw everything? into the new Mario movie like he's gonna ride Yoshi and he's gonna have Mario Kart and they're gonna have Cappy you know they're just gonna throw it all in there whatever like but I'm still like couldn't help but be like <gasps> I'm excited oh, <laughs> I couldn't I, help it you know I, I thought to myself is there any way are they gonna basically um have that hidden but I thought there's gonna be no way absolutely no way that that will stay hidden I thought that's going to be spoiled by some. I think it'll be a McDonald's toy. And if it's a McDonald's toy, it'll get leaked. <laughs> no, honestly, I think that's what will happen. I think it'll be one of the McDonald's toys and it'll get spoiled. That's genuinely the thing that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good prediction. If you, if you see, if it come when the film comes out, if, they, if it is a McDonald's toy, that's the reason. Because someone would have spoiled it. And the moment you saw it, you would have gone, oh, the Mario Kart's in the film. Oh, what a shame. So I think right. that's why Nintendo have decided. You know what? We're we're showing this bit of the clip. Yeah, I yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, because and then maybe with this shock, they we won't be looking too far into other spoilers. Yeah, exactly, exactly my thinking. Um, but oh, it, yeah, I can't wait for that. And the fact they put it in just makes me so happy because I love this game. Like I said, I could literally spend so many hours playing Mario Kart 64. I was saying that. I can, but whether I would anymore, just because, A, we've got Mario Kart 8, and B, I'd need to have my mates with me. I'd need to be playing with my mates, or it's just not the same. Yeah. I was um, I was prepping for the for the podcast just, like, to get my memory up, like, as I said. And I was just playing, you know, single-player Grand Prix, and I was like, well, let me play on, like, 50cc, just so I could, like... And I'd just be playing, and, like, this is fine and then <laughs> yeah, this is okay this is all right and then you know i'd move to 150 and it, you know it's obviously more challenging but just like it's not fun that i'm yelling at an npc character and not like my friend so i asked i did ask like hey you know honey will you you want to <laughs> actually he's the one who's like i thought you wanted to play mario kart with me and i was like i i do and i didn't know that i really do <laughs> so, just- Said, our, mar- our marriage may fall apart if we start playing this game because we'll argue with each other. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. And like, so we played and we're both like, gosh, I know I was better at this. And the, he was showing me the things like he used to do. And like on the first, the first cup, I I can almost get all those, you know, game shortcuts down, you know, yeah. like, like going over the mountain or going through the tunnel or, you know, uh, and and, but he was showing me like, Oh, you remember how you do the Mario, the war, the Wario thing, and as you were saying it, and basically the same reaction. I was like, I know it exists, but I can never do it, and I just didn't do it. <laughs> if there was, it's not a game shortcut, so I didn't know. But he was like, we stood there, we were there for like half an hour, me and him, just trying to like perfect <laughs> the, the Wario shortcut, and I 
got it once and he was able to do it like multiple times but we could never do like the full circle very well yeah the full thing of it yeah and but but it was it was really funny how like we could just get back into like trying out how to do this stuff because we we really played the game for like 30 minutes on this one stage and and the music's fine so that didn't get annoying or anything but uh it was just basically how how it was when you're a kid because even uh besides battle mode like i would just go off you know into the distance see how far Lakitu would let me go uh like on the railroad level i always follow the train yeah like, i'm not gonna win but i want to know where you're going <laughs> you know you get to the i want to know where tunnel. your adventure's gonna take you yeah it's like it's so it's so much fun just to, like drive around and see like oh what's over here Oh, I yeah. took my Lakitu, yeah. Oh, geez, the, the train. Again, that was something different. We'd never done. we never had that experience before to go chase, going chasing a train. You're going to lose the race. No, I'm not. I'm I'm having fun. Fuck off. Right. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm losing your race. Yeah. Mine. <laughs> my race. My race is still going ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really liked the the snow level. Oh, and... that was a good level. Oh, yeah, it's cracking. Just just so pretty but like and running into the snowman is such it, it you know it's very annoying but such a silly thing you run ex, you run into a snowman and you basically explode which i was just thought was the silliest yeah. thing like what <laughs> the whole game was silly like you run into the water the frozen water and lukaku's like oh for fuck's sake out you right. come as a frozen popsicle and that would slow you down so much like holy um, shit yeah like what am i doing oh and also the banshee the banshee boardwalk because you're on wooden planks, you skid more. And oh, that's I didn't just, realize that. That's just the thing of the level. So, and you know, the turns there are so dangerous and you're basically, the safety rails, you know, no, this wasn't constructed by an engineer, you know. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't It wasn't approved. There's, there's a lot of safety concerns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you'd be like tripping. I hate tripping. I still think that's a silly mechanic, but at least you could save yourself from from bananas sometimes mm-hmm. but you know you would just be playing that level and you'd be hearing your friend go ee, ee, and then you go ee, ee. <laughs> like what is it it's so silly like it's always wet i guess or something i don't know is it's a boardwalk but it's like the planks yeah it sometimes makes me think like who the fuck in mario world goes you know what we'll have a course here yeah but sir that's not a good idea no we're having a course here make it here it's fine. We have plenty of money. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a cruise ship, sir. There are people having their holidays. I don't give a shit. Do it here. Get the carts. Right. <laughs> I, I fucking love Mario Kart. I, I, I. As much as I want, I, I, I God, geez, I want to go play it now. Have you? I, I haven't got any more to praise about this game. Have you got any more to to praise about it or slag off? Um, just like uh, just the smaller details that are just in almost every level. There's some like quirky thing, and I think just going a little uh, above and beyond in a lot of like the jungle level where they got these hidden things or throwing rocks at you if you get off the. You know, you can go off course in any other level, but in that particular one. Oh yeah, like, yeah, you screwed. Yeah, they they throw these stones at you, and you're like, what, what? And then just like other other things, like like the, the giant. Uh, egg like you were saying before like randomly like why is it there yeah you know? why is it there any <laughs> chance does it have to be there clearly it does i was like yeah. thanks a lot i appreciate that uh, just but... 
yeah awesome. just the creativity of the game is probably what what keeps it uh just incredible in my end you know always there's there's criticisms but that's that's it's too much of a treasure really yeah we refuse to even talk about anything wrong with this game because it's so bloody good right nope absolute perfect gem 10 out of 10 (laughs) i was gonna say if you had to give it a score out of 10 what would you be giving it i you know i because the battle is so fun that's funny too. If it was like, it's funny you talk about like if you say Goldeneye, like oh, yeah. ten out of ten. But I didn't like. I didn't play the. I played the 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 campaign, but I don't remember it. I remember battle. Yeah. Uh, I would I would give it a ten out of ten if you're playing with other people. If you're playing just by yourself, um, I would rank it pretty much much lower. It's it's definitely a game to play with with your friends. Do you know what? Like I I I think yeah. If I was with my mates, it's ten out of ten. It is because it is one of those games and where we talk about couch play and it's how it is. It is dead. It is absolutely dead now. And I think that would just make it made it so much. Uh, but I think if I was playing on my own, I'd probably give it a, probably give it a, an eight. Yeah, I think that's a pretty that's a pretty good score because I feel like it should still be up there. It's and you know time trial time the time trials are still fun and that's something you do on your own obviously and that that was like a cool challenge and a neat a neat thing uh a a a bit of a drop though if you do play it on the switch virtual console uh it does do couch co-op like obviously you're playing online but you get the co-op screen so you're playing two people you get the split screen that's quite cool i did like that so I thought that was like I for sure I thought when we were gonna play together we would just have our own screen but they they split it and it's it's uh it was very nice and the battle was just as awesome. So <laughs> that's that's a nice little feature. Didn't need to do that, but that that's that's a nice little feature. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Lindsay, thank you honestly very much for your time today and going over one of the best N64 games, one of the best couch games we've ever seen. Thank you so much. No problem. This was this was very fun. Absolute pleasure to be here. Well, you have a good day and hopefully I'll have you back on the show soon. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Give me a list. I'll be back. This was fun. Uh, and I like talking about video games. So pretty, pretty simple. <laughs> the simple life. That's all we need. That's my that's what I wish I could do all day. It'd be the best. Just talk video games all day. Yeah, well, that's what podcasts are for. So you can listen to them and pretend you're part of the conversation. (laughs) All right, you take care of yourself. All right, thank you again. And that was episode 53 of Mario Kart 64. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you very much for Lindsay. I've really had a great time. Thank you for giving you your afternoon off to come and to speak to me. And everyone, will take care of yourself. I'll see you all next week for another game. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.